Welcome back, everybody. What an exciting week in sports. We got playoffs in two leagues, uh, starting to get some good play in one of the other ones, and of course, the NFL draft. And as promised, I am here to talk to you and give you all of my thoughts about it. So thanks for tuning in for a Sook Sport event. What a time to be alive. I, I still maintain that October is the best time for all of sports, but uh, this is this is a close second and with good reason. Uh, let's start off with the draft. Now, first of all, obviously, uh, the Texans know how to keep a secret. Yes, Bryce Young went first overall to the Panthers, uh, but how about the Texans? We all thought they needed a quarterback. We all thought they should take a quarterback. Well, it turns out they did take a quarterback, but they didn't let anyone go. And then masterfully taking the quarterback at two to trade up at three, picking up Will Anderson. Um, I'm not really sure how how good this Texans team is going to be soon, uh, but but great moves in the front office. Pretty pretty impressed by them and what they were able to pull off. Uh, later on in the draft, I think uh, Jalen Carter to the Eagles might just be the best pick already. Um, he was my top player in the draft, and for him to go to nine to a team that was in the Super Bowl, pretty unbelievable. I am uh, ha- happy for him, uh, for his success. I mean, I hate, I hate the Eagles. There's, there's no denying that. Uh, not, not a fan. But whatever, good for them. Uh, meanwhile, from a New York perspective, I was at the draft party at MetLife last night. Uh, that was a blast. Uh, some interesting picks, but some good picks. I think. I think Will McDonald uh, is going to do great things. That defense already puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So to add, you know, a rotation guy. Uh, a linebacker who who can add to that pass rush. I think it's just going to wreak havoc. He is a player with an exceptional set of skills and a great get-off, so good pick for them. Uh, Then down to the Giants. uh, Really went for need there, but got a great cornerback in uh, Deontay Banks from Maryland. Uh, I think he's going to be a high-impact day one starter. He should go right into it. Um, So, so good for the Giants. Over to my team's uh, I, I have to say, I'm a little sad about the Cowboys. I think they reached a little bit. Uh, I think they probably would have taken Dalton Kincaid had the Bills not traded up and picked him the pick before them. Um, that being said, Mozzie Smith out of Michigan automatically stops the run. That's great. We just got to get his get off to go um, because if he's not going to do the pass rush, then then you're getting not a three-down player. And that that is a frustrating thing to use on a first-round draft pick. That being said, if... He does stop the run with as much efficiency as he did at Michigan. You still have Micah Parsons and everybody else who can rush the quarterback. So he, he's kind of that safety valve in the middle, uh, you know, can kind of crunch the pocket a little bit. Might not get the sack, but you, you bring that pocket in and then let your other guys wreak havoc. So that is okay. Uh, and my Steelers, you know, uh, a smart pick, not, not a very interesting pick, but a smart pick. Probably the best overall potential, highest ceiling for an offensive tackle in Broderick Jones. Uh, and they needed it. Kenny Pickett was getting knocked around last year. Uh, he's got weapons. It would have been fun to draft another one, but I like this guy. I think he is going to be a good addition to the Steelers, and we will see uh, where the rest of the draft goes tonight. I think Porter, still sitting on the board, probably goes to the Steelers to start round two. His dad played for the team. It's a position need, uh, and he's a first-round talent, so we will see where it goes when it picks up tonight, um, but as always, the draft, just exciting. You, you, you get to be happy about your team because nobody gets worse in the draft. Now over to baseball. I uh, want to mention a couple things. First off, on Tuesday night, I uh, was invited to the premiere of the Yogi Berra documentary, uh, and it did exactly what it was supposed to. So the uh, writer-director, Sean Mullen, and his granddaughter, Lindsay Berra, uh, said 
that this idea kind of came to them. They were doing the, the best living players in 2015, and Yogi was excluded. And she turned to her grandfather and said, hey, are you dead? And he said, nope, not yet. Uh, and she goes, well, this is ridiculous. People need to know how good you are. Because he had more World Series rings, more MVPs, uh, for a seven-year span, didn't finish lower than fourth in MVP voting. Pretty unpressive. Um and just a heck of a baseball career kind of overshadowed by his immense character. Uh, so saw that movie, and it did exactly what it was supposed to. I 100% kn- knew how good Yogi Berra was, but but not in those terms. And all of the comparisons and all of the history he did, uh, great for him. Uh, it Ain't Over in theaters on May 12th in New York and L.A. Uh, with a wider release later, but only in theaters, not streaming. So so get your butt out of there and go to theaters. Now back to baseball today. Uh, when I decided I was going to film this today and look back, my Rangers had the fifth best record in the league. They now no longer do, uh, falling down to seven. However, they're still in first place in the American League West, which is exciting, uh, tied with Houston. But I love it. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed getting to watch the Rangers this year. Uh, the crazy numbers they've been putting up on the bats, a plus 54 run differential. Um, I mean, unbelievable. It's just fun. It's fun to watch baseball. I've enjoyed the new rules. I don't like seeing the pitch clock, uh, but I like knowing it's there. It does move the game ahead. The only exception is, you, you know, you're going to an afternoon getaway game. You want to sit there. You want to enjoy. You, you, you don't want to feel like you have to be glued in every second. But for as far as watching it on TV uh, and sitting in the office having to cut the Yankees and Mets, uh, it is definitely nicer that the games move with a little more pace. Other surprise story of this year for me has been the Pirates. How about that? A game and a half lead in the NL Central over Milwaukee. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just fun for the the Pirates to be good. That's uh, that was my dad's team growing up. Uh, he used to call out the baseball scores on the radio. Fun fact. And, and to watch them be good is great. Uh, Mets off to a good start. Still two games behind the Braves, but but playing well without. Some of their players uh, missing some guys to IL. Obviously, Verlander has yet to do anything for them, but in a, in a pretty good position. Uh, as far as the Yankees go, not so much. Uh, six games behind in the AL East. Um, for, for them, they just can't seem to put it together. They'll have a good pitching performance and can't hit, um, or vice versa. But most of the time, it's not hitting, and that lineup is just kind of anemic. Uh, you get past the first three batters, and there's there's nothing. Um, so, so hopefully... Uh, they can boost that rotation and, and lineup as as the season goes on. Obviously, they are also dealing with injuries, I think, the most in the league. I would have to double-check that. But I think the most in the league. Um, but also, that is not to take away from what Tampa Bay did to start this season. What a phenomenal start. Uh, overshadowed what my Rangers were doing as well. Uh, but that's okay because uh, Tampa Bay has been great. A plus 96 run differential. I mean, that's that's insane. You're you're knocking at 100, and we are only 26 games into the year. Uh, so, so kudos to Tampa Bay. They're probably going to put a stranglehold on that division, and we'll have to see if the Yankees can move up to get a wild card. But baseball, it's happening. It's great. All right, now over to hockey. Uh, we are in the first round of the playoffs. Very, very exciting. Have three New York teams playing. Uh, Islanders look like they were dead in the water, but then have come back to make it a 3-2 series. They are actually favored, very slightly, but favored tonight at home at UBS against the Hurricanes. That has been great. Uh, the Bruins, I feel like they're toying with the Panthers a little bit. I feel like they're going to they're gonna roll through, but they just kind of know that they don't have to yet. Um, but Bruins continue to look like the best team in hockey. Uh, they also play tonight. I expect them to close it out. 
Uh, Stars and Wild. That series has also been pretty evenly matched. Um, Stars came out slow, but have battled back since, and I expect them to close it out tonight. Uh, and then the Kraken Avalanche series has me a little confused because I, I I know the Avalanche lost a lot of players after you know winning the Cup last year. However, I don't know. I thought they could maintain it. I didn't think the Kraken would pose much of a threat. I saw the Kraken live at UBS uh, for Bo Horvat's first home game and, and was not all that impressed. No offense to the Kraken. Um, but but we'll see. We'll see. The Avalanche, a slight favorite tonight. Uh, not so slight, minus 160. But still, uh, a, a favorite um, tonight, and that would even the series and make it seven, have to go back to the Avalanche. So, so we'll see about that series. Uh, over on the other side... Uh, the Maple Leafs Lightning has been the most confusing series to watch because they both look exactly the same, um, especially if you're flipping between channels and just not watching one straight. Um, it's hard to know who you're rooting for. That being said, Toronto might finally get, finally, finally get out of the first round of the playoffs. Um, they play tomorrow night. They're slight underdogs to the Lightning. Uh but, but, but I, I like Toronto in this series. I think if they don't finish it in six, they finish it in seven, and uh, g- good for them. Oilers-Kings has been an absolute blast. There are so many goals, just so many. You never know what's going to happen. Leads are not safe. It's it's great. It's It's been a fun series. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I like Edmonton in that series um, if I had to pick, but it, it's been enjoyable irregardless. Uh, very, very fun series to watch. Now, the series that has puzzled me the most is, Devils, Rangers. So I went to game three. Uh, you know, Rangers had won two games, five to one, were dominating, coming home to the garden. It was electric. And then when Jack Hughes scored that first goal, everybody was like, well, wait, wait a second. The, the Devils are actually kind of good. And and maybe their inexperience only lasted for two games against this, you know, veteran Rangers team. Uh, and so far that has been the case. Uh, Devils have rattled off three straight, looked in control entirely, um, from you know the overtime goal in Game Three and on, um, and, and I'm worried. I'm worried about the Rangers. They are slight favorites tonight at minus one twenty-five, but oh, that's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night at one twenty-five, but I, I just don't know. I'm I'm a little concerned about the Rangers. I really liked how they were playing through the first two games. I had them coming out of the East uh, in the Stanley Cup, and I. Or I mean, at, playing the Bruins. Let's let's put it that way. Um, and now. And now I don't know. Now they might not make it out of the first round. Uh, that that being said, that is a New York-New York series. I, I tend to root for the Rangers over the Devils. But both would be fun to cover as they continue in the playoffs. So so either way is a win for me, but would love to see the Rangers come out of that. In addition to the Islanders survive tonight and then take it in Game 7. But hockey has been a complete blast all over. Uh, playoff hockey is unbelievable in person. It just is. I, that, that's all I got to say about that. And finally, over to the NBA. Man, have these playoffs been fun. I hit games three and four at the Garden for the Knicks. Um, awesome. The the energy around New York, around the Knicks is great, which is especially great because the Nets were the first team eliminated from the playoffs. But we don't have to talk about that. They've got a lot of position players. Mikhail Bridges might, not, not might be, is more than that. He is. Um, but they got a lot, of, a lot of other position guys and a lot of guys playing the same position. So hopefully they figure that out. Um, moving forward, so sorry for that. But the Knicks, oh my goodness, um, they look awesome. They look absolutely awesome, with the, with the exception of Game 2. I was, as I said, I was at the Garden for Game 3. The energy in MSG was absolutely electric. I mean, it was it was playoff atmosphere, as you expect, but then elevated and just on the next level, a- absolutely amazing. I caught up with the, uh, yo, KD, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks guy. Uh, 
very, very nice guy. Very nice guy. Um, and just had a lot of fun chopping it up. And this city is starred for a title. It's been a decade since they made it out of the first round, which they've already done. And and uh, half a century since they won a title. So this city is starved. It has been electric. Um, I would love for them to play the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. But yes, this is not only New York. Uh, so let's talk about the other teams. Um, I feel bad for the Kings. I was all on Team Light the Beam. Uh, after the 2-0 lead, and, and now the Warriors have gone ahead and rattled off three straight wins, including uh, on the road, and I, I don't know. I don't know what I can say about that. I think the Warriors are the Warriors, and Draymond getting ejected just kind of turns them on, and, and now they're ready to go and firing on all cylinders. Uh, sadly, I expect them to close that out tonight, and uh, Vegas agrees with me. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Maybe the Kings can be resilient, but no matter what, it was a fun story to watch. Um, I enjoyed watching the Kings. As for the Lakers, um, everybody said before the playoffs, if they made it out of the the play-in, they were going to be scary and it was going to be crazy. And uh, guess what? It, it, it is. They they are they're still pretty good. When LeBron wants to, LeBron can still LeBron. Um, I expect them to close it out tonight. I will not stay up to watch that because I don't know. I, I'm not staying up to 12:30 to watch. Maybe the Lakers get to the second round. As for the two one seeds, uh, both pulling off gentlemen sweeps. Um, I enjoyed watching Russell Westbrook for the Clippers. I still have fond memories of him in OKC. And, and watching him battle and him maybe be the best player on the Clippers, uh, active at least, against the Suns was great. I hate the Suns as well because I don't have fond memories of KD. Uh, so so that was a fun series to, to watch his work ethic. But yes, the gentleman sweep uh, over them. And then the Nuggets with the gentleman sweep over the Timberwolves. Um Fun games, but but was not the the most entertaining series, I must say. Uh, but how about the Heat? Jimmy Butler. Wow. I'll say it again. Wow. Um, unbelievable. Yes, I know Giannis was, was not there. But still, unbelievable, the Heat. And now the Knicks get to play the Heat. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Um, that, that should be a great series that starts Sunday. Uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it a lot. Um and yeah, I, I they they will not have the inexperience of the Cavs in the first round, but also you know Jimmy Butler's not Donovan Mitchell. I don't think I'm sacrilegious for saying that. And Donovan Mitchell couldn't couldn't do anything. I mean, held held to eleven points in a game three, I think three, maybe four. But regardless, was not the superstar that he was supposed to be. Um, and the Celtics uh, finally taking care of the Hawks last night. I love Trey Young, obviously Norman, Oklahoma, but. Watching uh, the Celtics, I still think they are the best team in the East right now, uh, and and they, they they toyed with the Hawks a little bit, uh, but but they ended up getting it done. So uh, again, I would love to see Celtics and Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals, um, and then West. I think I feel like if I just had to pick right now, it would be Suns and Lakers. Um, and I would love for the Lakers to win that because I hate the Suns, and then have the Knicks beat the Lakers. Why not? Two two biggest markets. That, that would be uh, great for TV ratings. All right, well, that is it. Um, what, what a fun time in sports. Uh, if I feel moved again, you'll hear from me again. But absolutely awesome, awesome uh, t- time in sports. Uh, looking forward to the draft. Feel a little bad for Will Levis, but, but I'm sure he'll get picked up sooner rather than later in the second round. Oh, and shout-out to Austin Reeves. Sorry, on the Lakers. Um, Oklahoma Sooner. Obviously love that. Oh, and a Sooner uh, lineman under Coach B went in the first round for the first time in Anton. So that that's great. Lot, lots of Sooners all over the place. Kicking ass. We also won the Gymnastics Nationals. Uh, back-to-back years. No big deal. Really cool. Um, but yeah, so Sooners rock as well. Um, never going to stop being excited about that. So here we go. Great times in sports. 
Hope you hear from me again. Thank you again for tuning in uh, on this inconsistent Perry is moved to speak basis. And thanks for listening to a Sook Sports event. <laughs>